0: Welcome to to Ties,
1: Ties, the podcast about familial taboos.
0: About how your relationships have evolved over the years.
1: And all the shit that truly fucked you up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, y'all. Thank you. I just want to start off by saying thank you to everybody who submitted letters to us over the weeks. We really appreciate it.
1: Yeah. Thanks for supporting us, guys. Even though I hounded you day and night, I really appreciate (laughs) you.
0: (laughs) Cool. Um So, just a little topic over there, um, just to start us off. Yeah. I wanted to talk about um, what age were you when you realized that your parents were people and not, like, you know, superheroes or, like, you know, these crazy...
1: Omnipotent, like, all-knowing gods. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Ferris?
0: Um, I think think i think i was like seven or eight years old
1: yeah for yeah. both your mom and your dad
0: uh my dad i didn't i never really had like on that pedestal i never really oh, thought of him as you, like
1: he started out down there
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he began in deficit, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely
0: um yeah my dad i never thought of it in that light my mom however i always thought she would be like there to like protect us and like Nothing bad could ever happen to us because she was there, which that's is nice. like yeah, it's super nice that's good. Um, but yeah, when I was seven my and this is like one of the reasons why my dad is and never was, or yeah, yeah, that's why he was never on that pedestal, but um, when I was seven my my dad had like called our house, and my mom was at work, and my aunt was babysitting us. Mm-hmm. Um, My dad left us this crazy voicemail, and it was like, hey, I'm on my way to pick up the kids. And at this point, um, my mom had lived in Virginia, and my dad lived in New Jersey. So, like, that drive is, like, five, seven hours. I don't really remember. Uh, Or, like, four hours. I think it's, like, four hours, something like that. But, yeah, we only were allowed to see our dad, like, once a month, and it wasn't the time of the month to see him. Oh. So... Essentially, he was trying to kidnap us. (laughs) Um, But I like realized then, like, like later on down the line. Wait, did you get kidnapped? Don't just gloss over that. (laughs) Did you get kidnapped? No, I didn't. (laughs) My aunt, my aunt, like we we were all like having lunch while my dad like left this voicemail over the house phone. Uh
1: huh.
0: And my aunt was just like, oh, who wants to go fishing? Aw. And, like, just, She was like, we're leaving immediately. Yeah, mm-hmm. Smart. Good. Yeah, she was awesome. great. Um, yeah, and she took us fishing. Great. And we had, like, a great day at the pier. Yeah. It was fine.
1: Where he couldn't find you. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but, like, I realized that, like, you know, if my brother, like, watched us at that age because he was 12. Mm. And, like, that was just, you know, whatever. Like, if my aunt wasn't there, like... Yeah. We would have been, like, zooted, you know?
1: Yeah. Big zooted.
0: Yeah. But, like, my mom... She worked doubles all the time. She had two jobs. Yeah. Just, like, trying to support us. Right. And, like, she's doing everything she could, but she couldn't be there all the time.
1: Right, of course. Yeah. That's difficult.
0: Yeah. What about you?
1: Um, I knew pretty early that my mom wasn't made of gold because... I don't know. I feel like she was such a sweet little Kentucky lady. Like, she was just like a pisces like everything was just daydreams <laughs> for her she's just like her dad like adored her which he should like she's a sweetheart mm-hmm. and then like i came out like what the fuck <laughs> and i remember being like four years old in a bathroom at the mall mm-hmm. where we used to hang out all the time Yeah. um and my mom was trying to get me to go to the bathroom and I was leaned forward like a demon, like leaned all the way yeah. forward, like perched on the toilet. And yeah. she was like, can you lean back? And I was like, why? The piss will spill on you. <laughs> and my mom was just like horrified. And she was like, yeah, I guess you're piss. right. Like she's like, yeah, I guess you're right. If you lean all the way back, it'll spill out. On, yeah, Okay, just do whatever you're going to do. And that's when I was like, oh, she's like super exasperated with me, like. He's like, it. we're self aware at four years old. Yeah. Whoa. I was like, she's not ready for me. <laughs> and then my dad was a little bit later. We were in a taekwondo competition because I used to do mm-hmm. taekwondo competitions. And my dad got involved to spend time with us, which is super sweet, mm-hmm. but he's really intense.
0: Yeah.
1: And he broke his arm fighting a black belt. Which means you're going way too hard because they literally know how not to break your arm. Yeah. Um, but he was going so hard that they like had to break his arm like <laughs> I don't know. And then he's like stressed out, holding his arm, trying to like put us all in the car, and he's really hungry, and my mom's upset, and he slams the hood, the uh, back door what's it called the hatch the trunk trunk. he slams the trunk door on his own head and then he's gushing blood and he puts like one of my sister's (laughs) diapers on his head and he's like we have to go to the er even more now
0: yeah and i was like this man can't even
1: eat on time to not break his own brain like okay oh my god perhaps i am the alpha here (laughs) (laughs) so it was pretty early on for you yeah yeah
0: Interesting. Yeah. All little clackety feets.
1: Little clackety Margo feats. Mm-hmm. Maybe she'll lay down on the couch and leave us alone?
0: Maybe. We'll see. Probably not. Gotta love her.
1: But well, yeah, yeah, pretty early, I would say.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that ties into our letters. Um, yeah, so today we have two letters to read. Um, let me pull them up. I know how professional that is. <laughs> um so, yeah, let's go over our friend Iggy, their letter today.
1: Iggy, sweetheart, I love you. <laughs> do you want to read it or do you want me to? I can read it. Okay.
0: All right. So this is from Iggy, and it goes, here you go. Hi, I'm a 24-year-old trans mask person. You can call me Icky. I have an older brother and a younger sister. Growing up, I was really close to my dad, who was a really amazing and hard-working father. He was always very reliable and did everything he could for us. Anyway, he died 10 years ago when I was 14. I've always had a glowing memory of him. He was like a superhero to me, and I always thought my siblings felt that way too. However, while talking to my brother, I found out that our dad used to get mad at him for crying and would tell him that men shouldn't cry. This changed my whole perception of him and is further complicated because I envy my brother for having a father-son relationship that I didn't get a chance to have. I didn't realize I was trans until after my dad had died. I almost wish that my brother hadn't told me that because now my understanding of my dad has changed. Any advice? Thank you, Iggy. Mm. Mm. Iggy, we're so sorry that your world has truly been rocked. I have lost people and learned something that I wasn't too happy to learn about them later on. And it truly just shakes your foundation of everything you thought about them and it's hard. It makes that whole grieving process even more complicated. So, yeah, we're sorry to hear that.
1: It's so hard to lose someone in the first place, Mm -hmm. let alone deal with, you know, their image, which keeps changing after they're no longer there to defend themselves or Mm -hmm. to bolster their own image. Mm -hmm. Suddenly everything you know about them is kind of up for grabs it seems yeah which isn't it's not fun it's not fair
0: absolutely um so yeah um yeah I mean it's also like hard and weird to like find forgiveness for someone that you can't even like ask for like an apology from too
1: yeah and in essence I mean that's your brother's thing to forgive to get forgiveness on for sure. You don't have to ask f- for amends to be made for something that didn't happen to you. Mm. Although it might not feel right to separate yourself from your brother in that setting because you wish that you had been him in some sense. Mm-hmm. You can't put yourself in his shoes. You can acknowledge that he had a different relationship with your father than you did. But I think that. If you want to say that your father was like a glowing man and maintain some of that memory, you can. I mean, if you allow everyone to start deciding how you think about different people, Mm -hmm. it's pretty difficult to maintain your own ideas. Yeah. Especially now that he's not here to continue to have discussions about it. If he was here, you could say, why did you say that to my brother? This is really upsetting to me, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And you could have a discussion about it and you could change the way that you think about him with it. But now that he's gone, it's impossible to have any sort of discussion about it. Yeah. It's just whatever you think and whatever your brother says. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah. And I think as time goes on, especially with, like, loved ones that we've lost, we will continually, uh, you know, we'll receive information about them that, like, we're either going to you know love and enjoy or we're going to have a like a hard time grappling with and want to you know say oh they could never do that or oh mm-hmm. this changes my whole light about them but a really important thing to remember is that two things can exist at once so Even though, well, let's rephrase it as yes and. Yeah. So, yes, your dad messed up Mm -hmm. and he told your brother something that you know isn't true. That, like, boys shouldn't cry and show emotions. And he was a really great father and you had this amazing relationship with him. So those things don't cancel each other out and you aren't left with nothing. But both of those things exist at the same time and learning that that's okay and accepting that they both exist at the same time is pretty strange, but it can be done.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, you were so young when he died, you would have found at some point a reason to be frustrated with him he would have come off that pedestal at some point Mm -hmm. no matter what and he just happened to come off whenever your brother told you this story Mm -hmm. you know and I understand that there's like additional grieving to be done when somebody comes off of a pedestal but that doesn't mean that he wasn't like fantastic to you and that you can't cherish those memories that you have with him
0: absolutely I totally agree one thing that I did want to add was just addressing, um, it says in your letter, like, I wish that my brother hadn't told me that. Mm. Um, so one, one thing, I have two brothers, uh, one that I'm closer to than the other. Um, but just, like, with having siblings, I think it's important to remember that, like, You know, as, like, children of humans, (laughs) we are going to inherit, like, generational trauma from our parents, whether we like it or not. And a part of breaking that cycle of trauma and, like, generational, like, curses and pain and what have you is through talking about it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think, like, maybe, like, definitely, like, your life, (laughs) eventually you would have found out something about your dad that would have, like, hurt your image of him. But I think it's really important that your brother told you. And not only to kind of help dethrone your father, but also... Like, you and your brother are close, like, there's definitely, like, a level of closeness that you have with your brother now that you didn't have before knowing this. And I think that's healthy. And I think addressing that and saying, like, like maybe going back and having that conversation with your brother and saying, you know, like, I don't know how the conversation went when he told you, but maybe saying, like, I'm so sorry that dad, like, said that to you like obviously we both know like that isn't true and like that's not how we should deal with our emotions but when i don't know i'm losing it that's okay (laughs) i
1: think you're absolutely right i think that you have an opportunity now if you choose Mm -hmm. if you want to embark on that you could have a very supportive relationship with your brother right now yeah and you could be a support system for him and let him bounce his memories off of you and you could you know get lost in the nuance of who your dad was with your brother and that could be a really important bonding experience for both of you I know my grandpa passed away and my mom I think was drawn closer to her siblings because of it yeah and you certainly don't have to do anything but if you choose to I think that it could be a really healthy and nice thing for you to be like, you know, brother, like, I'm really sorry that happened to you, you know, like you said. But you know that you can cry Mm -hmm. and you know that dad was going to make a mistake somewhere and I'm sorry that it was there. Yeah. Ooh, well put. (laughs) Chef's kiss. (laughs) Yeah. All right.
0: Well, Iggy, we hope this helps. And we love you.
1: Thank you so much for sharing, Iggy. We really appreciate you. Yeah. All
0: right. Letter number two.
1: We're on daddy shit today, y'all. All All right, let me. Okay, so this is from our friend Zach. Um, Zach says, Hey, friends. Can't wait for your podcast to take off. Thank you so much, Zach. Um, He says... I've hated my father since I was a child. When I was 13, I remember one day, after him going on a bender and my mom crying, she asked me to tell him what I had told her. I wouldn't cry at your funeral unless you had killed someone else. He's done a lot more since then, that was over 16 years now. I saw him for the first time in years last year and became conflicted in my conviction. As an adult and teen, I'd confront him about his behavior and he would gaslight me, tell me he didn't remember, deny, never apologize. I know I had every right to be angry about that. Now, though, he just straight up doesn't remember. Years of drug and alcohol abuse has caused his memory to become horrendous. He doesn't even remember mundane events from a week ago, let alone years. I know I have the choice to not talk to him. It's easy, I've been doing it for a decade but now I know he's not lying to me or avoiding responsibility anymore. Talking to him also helps me contact my baby brother. I'm still angry, but it feels weird to continue to hold that against him when he's no longer capable of accountability and has no idea why his oldest doesn't talk to him. Thanks for listening. Zach.
0: All right, thank you so much, Zach, for writing. I really appreciate it. And- Again, thank you for sharing that with us. There is a lot to unpack, and we're going to unpack it. Yeah, they really gave us
1: a wide spectrum, and we really appreciate you being so vulnerable with us. That's a lot to take in.
0: Mm -hmm. So, damn. I can definitely relate to a lot of stuff that's going on in this letter, personally. I shared a little bit about my dad in the beginning. Um so you can just imagine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm really grateful to not be able to relate to a lot of this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> At
0: least you're honest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um yeah, so first things first, I want to I want to go over the fact that like I don't I mean, I guess I don't know. It says, when I was 13, I remember one day after a bender, my mom crying and asked me to tell him what I told her. Like, at 13, you knew what a bender was. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks.
1: Yeah, they certainly... I mean, Zach did not get a chance to appreciate being innocent.
0: Yeah. You know? And having, like, that child-like freedom and mindset.
1: Definitely had that naivety ripped from him.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Which is a grieving process in of itself yeah. to go through.
0: Yeah. So, for that, I'm truly sorry because I again know exactly what that, that's that's like. Um, and then the next thing in that sentence is my mom crying and asking me to tell him what I told her. So, like, seeing your seeing anyone of your parents cry at a young age is. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, there was, at least for me and, like, my understanding of, like, what the situation was like for Zach. Because I can tell, I can, there's so many, there's countless times that, like, my mom has cried in front of me mm-hmm. over, like, something that my dad has done. Right. And it's, like, I feel like there's healthy tears and, like, grief to show in front of a child to like let them know that like hey like this is a way that we express emotions but like the amount of stress that is centered around these tears that were happening in Zach's situations like it's just not okay and it's not healthy at all and I'm really I don't know I I just like feel for you
1: (laughs) It's devastating that your dad wasn't able to be a capable father for you, but it's also really sad to me that your mom wasn't able to get space from him and had to be in a position like that. Yeah. And it's really sad that neither of them in that moment were able to shelter you from the truth. Yeah. And I mean, like, maybe not even like shelter
0: from the truth, because like the truth is, is like, oh, I think it's okay. Like, there's a way to, in in my opinion, I don't know, we can talk about this, <laughs> but I, I feel like there's a way to, like, explain, like, like, this is what's happening with us, and this is what's happening, but, like, I feel like that has to be, like, held between two parents or, like, whoever's, like, the guardian of the children first before, like, lashing it out and doing... That whole strenuous process right. and stressful process in front of a child.
1: Well, this seems to me to be a scene of a mom at her wit's end. The dad's not listening to anything she's saying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She's saying, "Look, you've even hurt our son, mm. you know," yeah. and using you, Zach, as that as a tool, sort of... of like stake in the sand, mm. you know, saying, yeah. "Look at how far we've fallen." It's really sad, mm. and. I'm so sorry that you had to be such a sad mile marker. That you had to be yeah. a representation of lost respect. Yeah,
0: jeez. Yeah, like, the fact that your mom, instead of, like, I don't know, in a perfect world, like, you had every right to say, I wouldn't cry at your funeral unless you killed someone else to your dad. But, like, if in a perfect world, like, a parent hearing that about another parent would have been like, Hey buddy, like me and you, let's talk about this. Right. Like, I don't know. To me it's like your mom is trying to use you as a tool to hurt your your dad and that Yeah. And that chance.
1: And not to bash your mom. I mean I know the letter's yeah, not about your mom. For sure. But I think it is important that we widen the perspective a little bit for and sure. talk about how everyone involved, you know, has fault and has impacted you. Yeah. And, you know, if any one person in this situation was absolutely perfect, which we know no one is, Mm -hmm. if anyone in this situation was perfect, this wouldn't have happened to you. They would have taken you away from the situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's not what happened. And that's why we're here right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. He's done a lot more since then. And that was over 16 years ago now. So you've got a lot of time and distance from the situation, which is great.
0: But he's continued to be shitty.
1: Sure. Yeah. But I saw him for the first time in years last year. So mm -hmm. whether or not he's been shitty, mm -hmm. Zach has put some distance between him and his dad. And I think that's fantastic boundaries. Yeah. It's great that you've only seen him for the first time in years last year. You shouldn't give your time and energy to somebody who's, you know, Mm -hmm. committed to not respecting you.
0: Yeah.
1: I absolutely agree. Mm. So... And then the next
0: line, it says um, as an adult and teen, I'd confront him about his behavior and he'd gaslight me or tell me that he doesn't remember or deny and he would never apologize. And then now he um, now you say that he just straight up doesn't remember years of drug and alcohol abuse have caused his his memory to be horrendous.
1: Um, So. This part's hard. There's a lot of ways to handle this. As I'm sure you know, Zach, you could treat him as a blank slate. Mm. Or you could continue your method of, you know, saying you've already hurt me and broken all my boundaries. Mm -hmm. So we won't actually be having a relationship from now on. Yeah.
0: But I do want to say, like, with this, like, initial gaslighting and then the now that he just doesn't remember I just want to point out like um Kayla and I were talking about this a little while ago but like sometimes when traumatic events happen to you your brain compartmentalizes them and puts them away and waits for a later time when you're healthier and ready to um unpack that and be like oh shit this weird thing happened to me years ago like ooh got to deal with that now and it like i don't know it's kind of nice it's like a healthy self regulator right um but it sounds to me that like over the years like your dad hasn't had the opportunity to unpack his toxicity because he's just continued to be the same person he was when you were 13 years old
1: i mean okay so here's the problem the problem is that to me this is my problem with the situation Yeah, yeah, yeah Talking to him also helps me contact my baby brother. Wait, I want to back up before okay. we talk about okay. that. I want to talk about how... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. My no, yawn, really. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> no, All that good. oxygen in the brain fucking restarted <laughs> my health system. No, you're good.
0: Okay, so before the baby brother part, um, it says, I know I have the choice not to talk to him. It's easy. I've been doing it for a decade. Um, but something that Kayla said in our notes was that, like, this isn't even a reciprocal... This was never a reciprocal relationship. Um, and I wanted to unpack that because it. I, I want you to know that, like, it sounds to me like throughout all the years, like, since you've been aware that your father has been absent, that you've been pouring so much of yourself into this never ending cup and I just need you to know that for the what we're about to talk about in the next step yeah (laughs) I guess
1: yeah you can't pour from an empty cup and he Mm -hmm. has nothing to give you because his cup is empty Mm -hmm. so he's not going to be able to you know magically rework the memories Mm -hmm. of when you were a kid he's not going to be able to suddenly be a great father Mm mm-hmm Cause whether or not he has the memories you do mm-hmm. and whatever you do with him in the future is going to be kind of like gingerly maneuvering around those memories. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And your relationship with your father can be whatever you want it to be at this point. Because like, it's kind of a blessing that like he doesn't understand or like really remember what he did. Mm-hmm. Like You can take the time to, like, look at it like that. Because if you go, oh, he doesn't remember. This is, like Kayla said, a blank slate. This is a brand new situation. And that gives you the opportunity, if you want, to say, hey, dad, father, papa, buddy old pal. (laughs) If you want, like, you know, I want you in my life this is the capacity that i want you in my life
1: my dog will not have him in your life (laughs) marvel come here she's gonna guard dog the shit out of you don't worry hey bubba go lay down it's okay it's okay i know oh no i know about it it's okay (laughs) thank you for telling me she's a good girl (gasps) thank you okay good girl Good job. Go lay down, okay? Go lay down. Ooh, ha, ha. Ugh, bitch. I love her. Go lay down. We're almost done. I know. So Big you on. Ugh. She can't even shake. I know. I love her. She's so down? love you.
0: So, what if I lay down right next to you, Ferris? All right. Go lay down. No, go. Wow, you're so stubborn. <laughs> All right. She is
1: a bitch. She's <laughs> <laughs> a Alright. Good girl. <gasps> get her No that was the way she lays down. She's <gasps> Um Shit dude, where
0: are we at? Uh Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. you have the capacity to approach your father and say, hey, this is how much that I would like you to be in my life. And this these are the expectations that I have. And these are the boundaries that I would like to set with you. Um, Would you want to compromise or set some boundaries with me? And like, are you willing to build this new relationship with me? And at this point, everything you can do is done. You've given them the opportunity to be in your life, to, I mean, that's basically it. Be in your life and be a decent person. And, like, it doesn't sound like he's truly interested in, like, being, like, too much of a father figure. He might be one day, but, like... That's something you have to think about. Like, what if he just wants to be your friend or just someone th- that you talk to, like, once a year around Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate? Um, he might want to be in your life in that capacity. Or you might just want the same from him and just want to talk to him every once in a while. But it's there important. Are,
1: sorry, go ahead. Oh, what? No, oh my we're, God. Hello. Sorry. I,
0: think I was, <laughs> was going to say it is important to grieve all that you have lost because it is a great deal and it truly fucking sucks when the person that was supposed to protect you and love you has just continuously failed you over and over again but it's good to know that there is opportunity for that love elsewhere whether it's a possible new relationship with them now or finding it in the friendships that you have or finding it with your mom
1: But what were you going to say, Kayla? I was just thinking that if you choose to embark on a new relationship with your dad, all you can do is give him opportunities to foster trust. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can start trusting him again. And you really have to decide if you're healed and stable and calm and ready to be hurt again. Mm-hmm. if you open up a new relationship with him. Yeah. Because it's possible that he's well-intentioned and hopes to you know, figure out why his oldest doesn't talk to him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's possible that he does all this and still hurts you because mm-hmm. everyone has the capacity to hurt you, whether on purpose or not. Yeah. And you need to have a discussion with yourself about how you are going to put yourself out there Because if you go all in on him and get hurt, Mm -hmm. you're going to stop wanting to go all in on people. Mm -hmm. So if you give him a crumb and make sure he holds and trusts and like... If you give him a piece of trust and he can foster it and grow it and create a proper relationship with you, then you can keep talking to him. But if he breaks any of your boundaries... I think it's an opportunity, to just be a good influence on your baby brother. Yeah. And decide these are actually my boundaries, and I won't be, you know, taking my boundaries down for you. Yeah, you can't just cross into me whenever you want. Mm. Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, and like Kayla said, that's a beautiful thing for your baby brother to be seeing done. Right. Because it it obviously. To us, it sounds like that you want your baby brother in your life. Right. And obviously, he doesn't have the best role model right now. Right. So it would be great if, like, obviously, it's not your job. But if you were to choose to be a role model for him, right. it would be a really good opportunity for that.
1: And it's possible that you just tell your dad, you know, we can be on speaking terms, but it's primarily so I can talk to my brother. Mm-hmm. You could be that upfront with it if you wanted.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You could say... You know, I'm down to talk to you, but I would not like to talk about anything in the past because I'm not all the way healed, and I want it very topical, and if you are stressed about anything, don't tell me about it because it's none of my business how you feel. You know, I'm just here for my baby brother. We're going to go get ice cream, and you can fuck off. (laughs) Heard that. But if you feel like you aren't in a place to foster a good relationship, I keep saying foster. (laughs) if you feel like you're not in a good place to be a role model to your little brother Mm -hmm. that's okay too yeah you don't have to make grand strides for anyone else Mm -hmm. it's your journey and you need to figure out where you are within it so you can figure out what your next steps are yeah maybe none of them are with your family yeah and
0: yeah I'm, i'm sure this phrase has like gone around a lot throughout the years but like I just want everybody to know that like the family that you're born into isn't the one that you have to be with forever and if you choose you know you have so many options and pathways that you could go with this but if you choose not to talk to your dad ever again that's totally understandable and a lot of people do it and sometimes a lot of people are way better off for it. Um. I know I personally, I stopped talking to my dad just earlier this year. I, yeah, I stopped talking to my dad in February and it was one of the best decisions that I've ever made. And even though we're in the middle of a pandemic, I have had like one of the most, I can't think of any other word besides prosperous oh that's so nice (laughs) yeah but I've had like one of the best years of my life by like making the active decision to say hey dad like these are my boundaries and I've told you them over time and time again you've crossed them and I don't have time to keep healing and grieving anymore for this like lost relationship so and I and this is what I told my dad Um, Like, obviously, we all have different relationships, but I told my dad that, like, I will... I want to speak to him in five years, but within those five years, I want him to reflect over what he's done. Right. And I made a list of the things that he's done because he has also gaslighted me about the things that he has done to me and my brother. Um, But I made a list, and I said, I want you to reflect on these things... By the end of this, I want to be able to forgive you and love you and us to have a healthy relationship, but I think it's good for us to take this time away from each other, to learn, reflect, and grieve, and think about the ways that we want to love each other in the future. And that was it, and I blocked him on everything, and I haven't spoken to him since. And it's felt really good.
1: That's great. Yeah. Such a good, clear-cut display of boundaries. Yeah, yeah, it was really nice. (sighs) I think too often there's a back and forth after that's said. Yeah. And people are able to, like, dissuade you from what you promised yourself. Yeah. But. Yeah, if you do decide to not talk to your dad ever again, I
0: think what's really important is the block. Yeah. The block, block, block.
1: <laughs> block block block. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's yeah. I locked my dad on email, his phone, um
1: Damn on email?
0: Yeah dude. He How tried emailing me. You just do it. I All don't right. know.
1: Google it. Google <laughs> it, bitch. <laughs> I'm not telling you.
0: Yeah, so anything is possible, but you have to make the decision yourself about what's possible for you and you can do any of these things so
1: or it's possible you say I only want a relationship with my mom from now on that's it yeah we're absolutely. Gucci that's fine too mm-hmm.
0: so but everything's up to you at the end of the day and figuring out what you want is the most important thing and sometimes the hardest thing so but we love you thank you for writing
1: yeah, thank you so much, Zach. It's really sweet of you to be so vulnerable with us.
0: All right. That's the end of our first episode. I Thanks want to thank so you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Um, definitely write into us. Again, our
1: email is an email address. It's the ties, <laughs> the ties podcast at gmail.com. Yes. We did get other letters but mm-hmm. those are the two we decided to start with this mm-hmm. week and you will hear your letters read and i really appreciate you writing in
0: all right thank you guys i hope you have a lovely day and
1: happy chrysler season <laughs> happy truck month happy honda, <laughs> <days>. <laughs> happy honda days <laughs> happy honda <Toyotathon>, days happy toyota thon truly <laughs> i as a camry owner say so happy toyota thon <laughs> all right peace.